welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got Matt with me. And today we're going to go over our, our last Twitter space that we're going to go over the NHL Central Division, uh, our predictions for the Central Division. So um, what we've been doing the past few weeks is a Twitter space where we kind of get on and talk to, you know, other Blackhawks fans and, you know, just kind of shoot the shit in a way. This past week, we went over if Jeremy Roenick should be a Hall of Famer. I absolutely think that he should be. I think that he has the stats for it. Um, and to be honest with you, if Eric Lindros is in the Hall of Fame, I don't know why J- uh, Jeremy Roenick is in the Hall of Fame. Where are you at with that, Matt? Yeah, it's well said. I completely agree. Uh, like the recent guys that just got in, like Paul Correa a couple of years ago, Roenick's numbers are way better than his. Right. Uh, they don't have Stanley Cups. Eric Lindros, like you said, was a force when he played. Still, Roenick's got better numbers and more games played because he, you know, he wasn't as injured, and I think uh, Lindros had some head issues. Uh, Marty St. Louis, very uh, loved. He's beloved around the whole league, the hockey world, but sorry, Roenick still has better numbers. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. it. I hate to, you know bring a different sport up into this, but it kind of reminds me of like Ron Santo with the Cubs. Mm. I, I watched a thing on him the other day and you know, he was, it was his dream was to be a hall of famer. And then yeah. they, they kept showing the clips of him, like doing his little, uh, the heel taps, you yeah. know, that's just, and they're like, Oh, he's showboating. He's showboating. And, and I, you know what? I, I thought of Ronick because you know, he's kind of outspoken and, He'll tell it like it is, and you know he's he's goofy at times. He says stuff that he probably shouldn't, but he's still a cool dude, and he's really good to the fans and everything. But I, I just see a lot of similarities with that, and I think that's what's kind of holding him back right now with the who's ever who's ever determining who's you know on the next Hall of Fame class. He's just he just keeps getting passed up and passed up, and I fear it's kind of like a Santo thing, and you know maybe. You know, I I don't I know Ronick's still young, but Santo was you know, he was on his last couple of years, and the poor guy couldn't even see himself getting into the Hall of Fame. I, I believe he died before, and yeah, he you did. Know, you hate you hate to see that happen to guys, and I I just hope it doesn't happen to Ronick because he's he was a phenomenal player, fifty fifty back to back goal scoring seasons with the Hawks. He just never got that cup, you know, but he's been in a final. I, with the Hawks in 91, it, you know, they ran into the Red Hot Penguins, and I don't think anybody was beating those guys. But he's definitely a good 500-goal scorer should be a guaranteed in the Hall of Fame, even 1,000 points. And I just feel like he's getting passed up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, on, honestly, I think Ron Sano got into the Hall of Fame the year after he died, like right afterwards, which is... If I was like a family member, I'd be like, what a spit in the face. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you know what? You keep that, you know, you keep that. If you, you knew that this guy should have been in and you waited till he died, that's just, come on, man. That's not right. 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 Yeah. I, I 100% think that he should be in there. I think that he was, um, I, I think that he was a personality and I think that he was somebody that you can go to the rink and see this guy play. I thought that he was electric. Even in his later years, he was a, a um, he was an entertaining guy, and I think that's that the points and uh, it just kind of who he was in his era. You know, he was a hard hitting center. I think he was at standing at you know like six foot, 
195 pounds. And he would bring the boom on guys, man. And uh, I thought that he was a great player, great uh, difference maker. Um, And I think that it's a shame that he's not in the Hall of Fame, especially, you know, you mentioned Paul Correa. I was actually a Paul Correa fan, but I don't think that he should have gotten to the Hall of Fame before before Jeremy Roenick. Or Marty St. Louis. Or Marty I like St. Marty St. Louis. Yeah. Marty St. Louis, the good the thing about him is he got that Stanley Cup and he was yeah. huge, a huge part of that Stanley Cup. Yeah, he man. was. He was. I just think Roenick is getting overlooked, man. Every single year it's even the Sedins. Like they just they're the new class. And I'm like, yeah. really? The Sedins, yes, they are very talented players. Yeah. Come on. They don't they're not scoring fifty goals back to back. They're not doing that. Right. They never got it done either in the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't, you know, and, um, you know, and, you know, I'll tip my hat to them. They were really good players for their era. I thought that they were very, they were consistent guys. You know, they weren't on the, you know, on the, on the injury report very yeah. often, you know, and they, they, they consistently played and I thought that they were good players. I, I, and that's coming from a Hawks fan, you know. Just hated their team. Yeah, just he hated had, their he, team. But You the, have to. You, it was a rivalry. You, yeah. re, you really got to tip the hat, your hat to both of them for excelling, you know. and um, But but still, Eric Lindros making it, making it in before Roenick, man. That just doesn't sit right with me. Even this, man. Uh, Denny Savard. Denny Savard has 900 points, I think. I think he's like at just under 500 goals. He was, yes, a, a, a character. You know, he was famous for his spinorama and being a little guy and, you know, being awesome. But come on, Ronick put up the numbers, you know? Yeah. And Savard, yes, Savard won a Stanley Cup, but he didn't play. He was yeah, injured. Yeah, he was hurt, yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. And I've seen podcasts where like guys like us asking Ronick, like, hey, how come you, you, you're not in the Hall of Fame? What do you think the reason is? And Ronick's like, I, I, to be honest with you guys, I think it's because I'm American. That's what he said. And Wow. I, and you look back, the last couple Hall of Famers are a lot of Canadians. I, Mike Madano was an American, and he's in. I think that how could they not put him in though? You know, well, that was Ronick's. Listening to other pods, that was Ronick's. Like he measuring said, that's stick. like measuring stick. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's like I wanted. I had to be better than this guy. He went first. I was like third. We both came up together. I wanted to be better than this guy. And you know what, man? He didn't get that cut, but he was right there in numbers with him. Yeah, he I mean, was he pretty was, close. He, I think if he stayed with the Hawks for a majority of his career and didn't get traded to Phoenix, I think Ronick would have had even better numbers. Him and Amani, absolutely. That's his boy. They played at Thayer Academy in um, in Mass, and and then when you know Tony got traded from uh, the Rangers, Ronick was a big part of that. He right. he called Tony before the Rangers even let Tony know what was going on. He's like, hey. You're going to be a Hawk tomorrow. Stay close to your phone. We're holding number 10 for you. You're going to be number 10. He hung up the phone, and Tony was like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> and sure enough, he gets the call. Hey, you're going to Chicago. And I, those two would have been like Kane and Taves together. Yeah. They were the young guys that the next wave coming in, and Ronick would have had his speedy you know, sniper, speedy playmaker, he could do it all. And Rona could, you know, be that two-way center. He, he could score 50. They, they would, it would have been incredible, man. But, you know, 
the Wirtz family uh, was cheap with them, and oh, down the dark path we went. Yeah, man. I just practically getting ready to have nightmares. You know, that's reliving that, you know, as a kid. Oh, third grade for oh, me, I God. remember uh, sitting in the class, and my teacher, Mrs. Ofiara, her name was, she's like, hey, Matt, I'm really sorry about JR. And I was like, I, what are you talking about? What, talking what happened? About? Did he hear it? He just got traded to, to the Phoenix Coyotes. And I, I was like, we need to cancel school right now. I was so upset. <laughs> and then it just kept getting worse and kept getting worse and worse and worse. I'm like, I'm not, this, this sucks. I was embarrassed to wear a Hawks jersey oh, for a while. Man. I was in yeah. seventh grade when it happened, man. Yeah, just, it was brutal. Just destroyed, you know. Um, you know, funny thing about the, the Sedins, it was um, they admitted that they would swap jerseys for games uh and and no <laughs> yeah. nobody knew nobody knew about it which is really funny man they said they would do it for games i think they said they did it for an all-star game once and wow. uh, they said that people that it was just a like an inside joke to them you know well they are a bit different you yeah. know i think daniel was more of the scorer henrik was yeah, more was. of the passer so right. it would be weird like henrik got a hat trick tonight Whoa, well, that's <laughs> probably daniel yeah right right yeah. and that, that's so funny man you know because daniel's probably like you know what i need some assists man and henrik's like you know what, man i need some fucking goals <laughs> yeah let's get these stats going we need to get paid yeah <laughs> oh man that's so funny but um moving on Central division uh, predictions, one through eight, the eight teams, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, Dallas, Nashville, Winnipeg, Chicago, and Arizona. Uh, and Arizona. So I'll, I'll start with number one. I think it's pretty obvious, man. I'm going to go with Colorado. Uh, I don't see this team falling off too far from last year. Um, just an absolute powerhouse of a team. Or who knows? You know, maybe they come off to a slow start with a bit of a Stanley Cup uh, hangover. But um, I, I see these guys coming out number one in the Central. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. The only thing that was weird to me is they let Darcy Kemper go. Yeah. And, uh, I wonder Joe if there Sackick. was something going on in the background with him. Well, he probably said, hey, I just want a Stanley Cup. I want to get paid. And I think he ended up going to Washington, and he got paid pretty well. Sure. So I think uh, Joe Sackick brought in uh, the Ranger backup, uh, Gorgiev. Yeah. So And he's not bad. He's not a bad goalie. No. He's just never going to play behind Shesterkin. It's probably a good thing for him. And now he's got a pretty good team in front of him. So, yeah, I got them number one, too. They're, most of their guys are coming back, and um, they're going to be scary again. So let me ask you. Kadri going to Cal, uh, to Calgary. Oh, yeah. I think that he was a big part of their success last year. How do you think that they fare without him? Well, I think I, he wanted to get paid, and I don't think the Avalanche wanted to invest money into a 30-year-old for seven years, and you, you might get two, three years out of him. I don't think he's going to ever put up a season like that again. But, yeah, he was a big part of that, uh, you know, kind of like that agitator, second-line center guy then that could put up big goals. Yeah, they're definitely going to miss him, but I still think they're too powerful up front. And uh, next week we could talk about Kadri and the Flames, how I my opinion about that one is. All right, cool. Um, moving on to number two, I'm going to go with Minnesota. 
Okay. What's your reason? Um, I think that Kaprizov is, is a bona fide star. I don't think that he's a one-season flash in the pan. He had an even better season his sophomore year. And um, I think that he's going to be coming in hot this year. He's not worrying about getting that deal coming into camp. He's got his money. Um, I think that he's going to be coming in strong. And I think that Minnesota is going to be backing him up. Well, I do like that Billy Guerin brought in Marc-Andre Fleury. I think that was very smart. They got a pretty good, solid Hall of Fame goalie to kind of carry him now, maybe steal you a couple games. But now that they're being penalized on these um, buyouts from Zach Parise and Gary, uh, Gary Suter, Ryan Suter, <laughs> um, I don't know if they're going to repeat that again. I, I do like Flurry helping them, but I just think that St. Louis is very pissed off from the playoffs last year against uh, Colorado. I think they're going to come back on a mission, man. I know they got rid of Billy Huso, but I think Bennington's going to come back amped up, ready to go, very pissed off, big chip on his shoulder. And I think St. Louis is going to finish second. Did Marc Andre Fleury get seven a year, or was it a seven year for two years? Uh. I forgot what I thought it was six for two. Okay, I could I could be wrong, but yeah, it was it's a good signing. I just don't yeah. think they're gonna have that. I mean, you look at the they only finished, uh, I believe, six points behind Colorado. That's insane, right? And Colorado is a powerhouse. Yeah. I just don't see that happening. I I don't know what it is. I I think they lost a couple guys. But I just, you know, sometimes these these teams, like, you know, they, they have a good season and then they fall off like the Islanders, you know, like oh, they were yeah. so good. I think that they're just getting another year older. And, you know, we'll see if Flurry works out with them. But I still got St. Louis finished in second. You know, it's hard to believe that um, Florida had 122 points last year and kind of just fell apart in the playoffs. Yeah, they ran into uh, Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... We'll, we'll see about them, guys. All right, moving on. I've got St. Louis in number three. What do you think, Matt? So we're just pretty much flopping these guys because I got Minnesota third. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, St. Louis. Oh, wait, who, do, who, yeah. do you have, who, do, who did you have number two? I have St. Louis. We're just, we oh, got okay, two okay. little. Th- I'm going to write these down so we can talk about this. <laughs> okay. In the, in, the, in, the, um, in the future, like, hey, our predictions and stuff. But definitely... Like I said, I think St. Louis, they're very good. They're built very well. It's kind of weird with the whole Tarasenko thing last year. He wanted to get traded. He ended up staying the whole year. He had a very, very good year. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think Bennington, he, you know, they had Vili Husso coming up, and I, I believe he went to the Red Wings. Stevie Y brought him in. And, you know, that kind of it's hard for a goalie when, a, you know, we've seen it with, uh, Hue and stuff like Niemi came up and pretty much just kind of took his uh, took his net and it probably pissed Bennington off and I thought Bennington was really good against the Avalanche and he got rammed by Kadri and he was out for the you know out for the season the rest of the playoff season but I think they're gonna come back strong and I I got them finishing second and then I got the Wild finishing third. Okay, interesting. Number four. I've got Dallas. I yeah, think that I, they're going to surprise a couple of people this year. I think Sagan might have a will have a good year this year. Yeah, I I think Dallas is right there. They could even compete for that third spot with Minnesota. 
And if they end up getting Patrick Kane, like there's a lot of rumors that Jim Nill is actually calling Davidson a lot about acquiring Patrick Kane. I think if they acquired Kane, I would move them to the third spot easy. Yeah. But I, for right now, I got them in fourth, maybe making the wild card. Okay. I've got Nashville at number five, and actually I've got Nashville and Dallas kind of going back and forth with each other. You know, Nashville is one of those teams that can, um, you know. Sneaky. Yeah, they're Pesky. really sneaky, yeah. and and they, they can really make things hard for you trying to make it into the playoffs. So I've got Nashville and Dallas battling it out for that fourth, uh, that, that fourth spot right there. For some reason, I think Nashville's going to fall a little bit, and I think Winnipeg might surprise a lot of people. They brought in Rick Bonus, a new coach, kind right. of a, a new leader. And um, Nashville, to me, man, I, I think they're just burning this poor goalie out. Yeah. I, I mean, they're relying on him too much. He needs help. And I I know they re-sign uh, Forsberg. He's their stud and everything, but he's just only one guy. Right. So Matt Duchesne is not going to have a good season again like he did. And uh, I believe, what's the other guy, Ryan Johansson? He, he's not going to have a... The, you know, they're just getting older, those two guys, and they're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. I just think they're going to fall a little bit, maybe one spot down. And I think um, Connor Hellebuck is going to be better for the Jets. I think the Jets will finish behind the uh, the stars. I think I'm going to have to ch- change that up a little bit. I think that Winnipeg, Nashville, and Dallas are going to be competing <laughs> for, that, could, yeah, uh, that, for that, that number yeah. four spot. I, I think Nashville might even finish below, like out of the three. I, th- I could see Nashville finishing the lowest. Sure. Um, I think Kyle Connor is going to have another good year. I think that he's probably one of the most yeah. underrated guys in the league. To be I think he was voted. Yeah, I think he was voted the most underrated player. Forty goals, wow. forty assists. Yeah, he had a great season. Com- flew completely under the radar. Yeah, he he's a good player, and that's why they let Patrick Laine go because they saw more in this guy, and that was that was the right move. Yeah, and that's kind of incredible because of how li- uh, how high Laine was drafted, and he had a lot of hype behind him too. Yep. Yeah, he had a great rookie season. I think he was right behind Matthews, man, in goals. Yeah. Right right behind him. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, but that didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Number seven, I've got my my beloved Blackhawks at the number seven spot. Um, I don't think that they're quite as bad as Arizona, but I think that um I think that they're gonna solely hold that number seven spot. Unless Nashville completely tanks. <laughs> well, watching these Connor Bedard videos, I could see Nashville just say, "Hey, let's tank. Let's get this guy." Yeah, I mean, and we'll let, let him flounder out there. I I think the Hawks will finish seventh too. Not, you know, I think AZ will they'll finish last in the Central, but I think it's going to be close, closer than we think. Right. But you almost you almost want to have you know a worse season to get a better chance, I guess, but I could see, you know, like the bottom, I think, what does it go by? The bottom five teams get the, the bigger ball in the, the lottery or whatever. Yeah. I think so. it's I probably so. going to be the Hawks, Arizona, Seattle, maybe Montreal and um, maybe San Jose. Yeah, maybe Philly, you know, it, it could, it, it could be Philly, even Jersey, Jersey. Everyone's waiting for Jersey to break out, but I, yeah. I don't see it. 
But yeah, oh, honestly, yeah, you're Mont- right. Montreal, Montreal could be down there, you know. I think they will be for sure. And we're going to learn a lot with this. If it goes to AZ, what a waste of talent that that kid is going to be stuck there for at least six years. Yeah. It is going to be a joke. Can you imagine being like one of the next guys coming up, playing at a college? You don't even have your own building. And for the Coyotes, that would just be such a waste. I don't think the NHL will let it happen. She's like, fuck that. I'm not going to play. I, I don't think he would because ho- there's not too many hockey players that have done that. I yeah, think Eric anybody, Lindros is one of them. Yeah, he was. But but could anybody blame him? No, I wouldn't blame him at all. I, I, listen, I if I get drafted number one overall, I am the best prospect in the world. I do not want to play in front of a high school crowd. Yeah. I want to play in front of 30,000, 40,000 people. Even Montreal, Chicago, uh, at this point, I'd rather play in Seattle. At least Seattle, they got, they have their own building. Yeah. You know, they got it all they figured got out. Got a fan base too, because they, yeah. they got a, a fan base that supports them. And they just drafted a kid that got overlooked, you know, and he's got a chip on his shoulder. I forget who it was, um, but he was supposed to go number one, and he dropped to like sixth, and he was very oh, pissed yeah. off. That's I think right. it was, like, was it Shane White or something? I could be wrong. I'm I'm he, sorry. Yeah, he gave the Montreal Canadiens table a dirty look. You know, like he thought he was number one. He's like, I'm I'm clearly the best guy here. He walks by and just gives him the stare as he's putting on the Seattle jersey. Yeah, Shane Wright. Right. Oh yeah, it was close. Yeah, he at the same time, you know, it's like, come on, dude. You know, yeah, I mean, I, some, honestly, I'd rather go to Seattle than uh, than Montreal. That. Probably had to be the hardest, like ranking, prospect ranking, draft ranking. Like some of these guys didn't even play any games. Yeah. You know, they played maybe a couple tournaments here and there. I mean, it's that was hard. And Montreal did their homework. They they saw a guy they wanted and they grabbed him. It's probably they more of an ego better. thing for them, you know. Yeah, it's like when you hear like you're going sure. one, you're going one for the whole season. He go like four or five or maybe even six, was it? But not even in the top three. He, and he, actually, he might that, have been embarrassed. <laughs> that probably messes with his uh, with his earning potential as well for his contract. Yeah, that that happened to Cam Fowler a couple of years ago. Remember yeah. when uh, he was supposed to go number one and he ended up going like seven or eight, and the Ducks drafted him and. It's worked out for him. He's been pretty good with that team. Right. But, uh, you know, I had to hear the whole, all of us heard, Cam Fowler, he's the next good defenseman. And everyone, yeah, we don't we don't see that the hype in him. They let him go. So, yeah. Uh, he was good, man. But, I mean. He's still pretty decent. Yeah, you know, he he's getting older. And you're kind of, he's wasting years, you know, in Anaheim. They're kind of figuring it out now. I think they'll take a, they'll take a step up this year. But. It, that's just another year older for him. He's it's got to be what in his thirties now, at least thirty, yeah, maybe late twenties. Yeah. Well, cool, man. So um, we both got we both got Phoenix last. Yeah, um, they're always the Phoenix Coyotes to me. I'm not calling Maisie, but yeah, I got them last too. I think it's they got all their draft picks. I think they had what five first round picks last year. Yeah, it, it gets to a point where it's like maybe there needs like some kind of outside intervention, similar yeah. to like Edmonton. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's it took them getting like one of the top, uh, you know, top generational players practically maybe of all time to come in to turn that. Well, actually, yeah. maybe two of them to come in and and turn that team around. 
because after a while, dude, I mean, it's like how many, how many first round, how many first number one draft picks can this team get? What about the rest of the league? You know, I know, I know. Well, look at how long it took the Hawks to get a first round pick sure. with Kane. It yeah. took forever. And I just, I'm not a fan of this lottery thing. I think if you finish last, I get what they're doing. They don't want you to tank right. on purpose, but the NHL is cheering for Montreal and the Hawks to probably get that first round pick. Yeah. They want this kid in a big market selling jerseys, yeah. filling the stands. And yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm like the NHL, I'm like, Hey, listen, if the Hawks and the Canadians finish last, you you make that ball bigger, you know. Yeah. You pull it. You pull. You pull the Canadians or you pull the Blackhawks because these two, being at the bottom of the league, big market, can they can't be bad for this long. It can't happen. No, and even Montreal, even Montreal and Chicago at the bottom of the league, they're selling more tickets and there's more people watching those games than some of these other top tier teams. Yeah, and. and- Chicago, we're going to really learn a lot this year with the Hawks. We're going to see which fans are still supporting the team, which fans are like, oh, screw this, this sucks. And, and you they know come what? Back. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. But they are, uh, we're going to, we're going to learn a lot because that the dark days when a lot of people didn't go, I know, I know you went to a couple, I went to a lot and it was like 5,000 people, maybe 8,000 on a weekend. Dude, I was in the Army at the time, and I still followed the team on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you you, you kind of invest your time, and you want to yeah. see, like, hey, we're going to get a good draft pick. Let's see how this guy turns out. It, it ends up being Troy Brower. It's like, oh, this guy's nothing. Dave Bowen from the London Knights. Yeah. yeah, he's good, but he's not that. He's just a piece, you know. He's not right. the main. He's not the main pillar. But then you start getting Kane. You get Taves first. He's like, I'm going to go back to college. It's like, God damn it. We got to wait for this kid. Sure. And then they draft Kane and they're both ready to go. It's like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. And then you start filling in the pieces. It, it was awesome. I was, it was like, worth man, this it. Kane kid's going to be pretty good. You yeah, know, it was, was worth like, the wait. Yeah. Yeah. I remember his first game, man. I went to I the like, home opener. Small. Oh, he was tiny. He had like. The only hair on his face was his eyebrows, you know. He he he's playing against his freaking hero, uh Dominic Hoshik in the shootout, the yeah. beautiful backhand. I'm like, oh dude, this kid's gonna be awesome. It was uh, and I just remember Chelios giving him hacks and stuff. I'm like, fuck this guy, yeah. man. I'm so, the, I'm so tired of this fucking old dinosaur. Get him out of here, yeah. you know. He's probably, he, you know, he's an American kid, you know. He's probably yeah. just trying yeah, to get him a hard like, time. Welcome to the NHL, bud. Boom, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it, it was it was worth it, man. You invest all your time into him, and Dale Town was picking really good guys, bringing in some good pieces. And he brought in John Madden. He brought in the the UA the UA signing. I didn't understand. Yeah, but you know it 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 was he was a decent backup. <laughs> the Emmy would end up stealing the net, and it, 2010 was awesome, man. It was great. Well, everybody, I gotta let you guys know. Check out Liquid IV. We've got a we've got a, uh, a link for you guys. Chicago Tomahawk. Put that in. You get fifteen percent off of your order, um, and it's unlimited. I'm gonna leave a link for it inside of the show notes. I use it for when I run. Uh, Matt's gonna be using it for when he uh, works outside in like the blistering heat. Try to keep yourself. <laughs> 
keep yourself hydrated, man. You know, it's so important for you. Even in the wintertime, you know, a lot of times it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to stay hydrated, you know, drink, drinking the same amount of water, drinking one packet is the equivalent of three glasses of water. And, um, I swear by this stuff, it, it works, man. So do us a favor. If you guys are looking to, uh, to order some, it's in the, uh, use Chicago Tomahawk for your, for your, um, for your code, you get 15% off your order. All right. That's all that we got for you tonight. What are we going to do next on the next podcast, Matt? Well, let's jump over to the Pacific. We're in the West. We'll all finish right. out West. We'll make a long road trip the next week, then oh. to the East. All right, cool. Sounds good. Pacific next week. Guys, check us out. I'm not sure if we're going to do a Twitter uh, space, but if you want, uh, we'll send a link out on Twitter. Uh, keep an eye out for it. And that's all that we got for you. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here. <laughs>